Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Happy Wednesday, man. Happy middle of the week. Booking through another week. And another chapter. And another chapter. I text mean, talk. it's just one day after another. When I think about <laughs> That's May, what our listeners say. <laughs> one day after It is just one day after no, another. No, no, Those who listen are excited. They're they like, are. Oh, yes, They're another like, episode of Text Talk. a great way to start the day. Yeah, let's keep listening to Text Talk. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about the text. That's what we like to do. That is the name of the show. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, okay, let's stop being silly. Hebrews chapter 3. Well, no, we'll keep being silly, I'm sure. But we're going to go ahead and read Hebrews chapter 3. I'm going to start in verse 12 and go to the end of the chapter. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end, As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. So as I'm reading this, there's a real big warning here. Don't be like that Exodus generation, right? That Exodus generation. And and they are, I mean, they they are enigmatic to me when I go back and read that. I, I think, how is it? How is it you survived the plagues? How is it you crossed through? the the Red Sea on dry land. How did, how did you have all of that? And yet you didn't get to your promised land. Because he says, your hearts got hard. You didn't believe. You were disobedient. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just amazes me, amazes me that those who started so strong did not finish. They die in this wilderness. Absolutely. And it demonstrates how dangerous unbelief is. Mm-hmm. He says, beware unbelief. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart. Mm-hmm. Departing the, from the living God, right? Keep an eye on this. Watch out for this. Do not let this creep in. And what he what he highlights is this is a danger. It is possible to go from believing to unbelieving. It is possible, and I think... What? Go is ahead. It, is it possible? Well, I, <laughs> I mean, he says it is. He did he say it He warns them of it. I, I get it. There are people that have told you it's not possible. There are people who have told me that. There are people who have told me that once you're saved, you're always saved. Yeah. And so, you know, there's no danger of not entering into the rest or the promise of God. That's an interesting thing. There, there are a lot of different takes on that. So there are some who would say that, well, if you really were believers, you'd, you'd never stop believing, mm, which then, true. which yeah, then some people says, say that. which then says, well, why, why should I be a, beware of the unbelieving heart? Because I believe. And so I can't possibly not believe it. It just becomes confusing. Yeah. And then there's others, of course, that would say that, well, if you slip into unbelief, 
it doesn't matter. I mean, Charles Stanley's book, Eternal Security, says salvation is like a tattoo. The, the receiving of it and the keeping it are two different things. Huh. It's, it's, it's really kind of fascinating. So it's the idea that, look, once you've got the tattoo, you may immediately not even want it anymore. Mm-hmm. But you've got it. But it's, it's not, there. It's not going anywhere. And so you may have cried out to Jesus in faith, and now you're saved. And, and you may even turn away and be like, no, I don't want that anymore. But nope, you've got it. But you've got you, it. You've got it. Now, but, but this passage says if you slip into unbelief, you will not enter the rest. Yeah. That so so this this no, if I turn away, if I abandon faith and belief, I abandon salvation. So this passage contemplates a will that of our choice and of our volition, we believe God, we follow in the way of God, uh, but we can also drift away. We can choose unbelief, we can choose disobedience. As Christians, and the precedent is look what happened with Moses and the children of Israel. Yes, they set a precedent. Yeah. And their precedent actually demonstrates a promise. And the promise is, if you drift away, you will not enter my rest. Okay, so let me just stop right there. Because whenever I think about the promises of God, okay, Mm -hmm. I think good things. Well, sure. He's got plans for you, right? And bless you and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think you make a really good point there that we need to remember. There are just as sure promises from God, and he will be just as faithful to that word when he promises judgment for unbelievers and the wicked. I think that is what Paul was highlighting in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11 through 13. They had a saying that was trustworthy. If we've died with him, we'll also live with him. If we endure, we'll also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. And mm-hmm. a lot of people take that, oh, well, see, if I abandon faith, he's still going to save me because he is faithful. No, 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 no. wait, what did he just said? If we deny him, he will deny he us. He will deny us. He is faithful to his promise. His promise is, you deny me, I will deny you. I'm going to keep my word. I'm going to do what I yeah. say. Yeah. And that's, I think that's exactly what's going on here. I have promised judgment. Mm-hmm for those who deny, for those who abandon, for those who are disloyal. And I'm going to keep that word. I'm going to keep that promise. So the Hebrew writer is telling us something about God here. He's not going to change his will, change his word, so you can trust him. And that trustworthiness of God means that there is a, a danger and a penalty for those that would drift away from him, rebel. So in Psalm 50, there's an interesting thing that I think ties into what, what what's come up out of our conversation here. In Psalm 50 and verse 21, God says to Israel, These things you have done, and I have been silent. You thought that I was one like yourself, but now I rebuke you and lay the charge before you. Hmm. So the interesting thing about that is that very often I go to that verse, I read it just like I did there, and I say, see, God is not like us, and we should not think that God is like us. But in the context, in the context of the entire psalm, and we don't have time to read the entire psalm today, but in the context of the entire psalm, what he's actually saying is, I promised you guys judgment. I promised Mm -hmm. that if you behaved in a certain way, I would bring judgment. Now, here's the thing. You guys promised certain things, and you didn't do them. And you thought I was like you. You thought that I made promises that I wouldn't keep. 
And I'm telling you, I keep my promises. Mm-hmm. And that's, we see it again and again and again. And so the Hebrew writer takes us back to Moses and how the people acted under Moses. He takes us to Psalm 95, where they were reminded again, don't act like that. He brings us through this cyclical thing that's happening and right. says, don't repeat the cycle. Because right, if right, you right. do, beware this unbelief. Because if you go into unbelief, mm-hmm. you will not enter the rest. And it mm-hmm. is possible to go from believing to unbelieving. How do I know if I'm a believer or an unbeliever, right? That is a very fascinating question. I'm seeing something here in our reading today that I think helps answer it. How can you tell? Okay, so when we get to the end of the reading, I'm looking at verse 18 now. To whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? Yeah. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a a parallel here. What does it mean to believe? It is to obey him. What is unbelief? It is the disobedience. It is the rebellion to God Almighty. In fact, this demonstrates to us. Did the the New King James there use unbelief at the end there? Yes, yes, it does. That's what the ESV does also. Well, they got that one right. Well, (laughs) well, I think the term here, we hear disbelieving and we we immediately connect that with, okay, I no longer mentally assent and agree with these facts. I'm no longer in agreement. That is our, what's the word, connotation? Connotation for connotation. this. We, when we hear unbelief, mm-hmm. we we view the idea of, in my head, mm-hmm. I, belief is in my head I agree with a thing as a fact. Disbelief is I disagree with it in my head. But this word in its... In its uh, Semantic range, that's the word I'm looking for, and its semantic range includes the idea not just of what I think in my head, but how I act with my person. And when we're, when we're using that, we often translate these words faithful and unfaithful, okay, or loyal and disloyal. disloyal. And so I think what we're seeing here is that this unbelief in this paragraph is more about loyal and disloyal, faithful and unfaithful. Don't have an unfaithful heart. Mm-hmm. Look, and, and especially when he says they disobeyed, right. so we see they couldn't enter in because of unfaithfulness. Yeah. It's, it's not just because they had decided God was wrong about these things. They decided they didn't agree with these things. It's because whatever they thought in their hearts and minds, they were not obeying. They were not living according to what God had said. They were unfaithful. Yeah. I think this is important. I think this is important because I think there are some folks who... Well, I know I'm not doing what God says, but I still believe in Jesus. Yeah. And, and there, there's the idea that because I have a mental assent to Jesus, because I have in my head and mind a belief that Jesus really is the Savior and, and he's the one that saves me, because I believe that, I'm okay even though I'm not being faithful. And the Hebrew writer is really taking that to task. He's saying it is yeah. not simply what you think in your head. Mm-hmm. It is how you are living. And you may believe it in your head, but if that's not coming out in the way you live through faithfulness and fealty and allegiance and loyalty to Jesus, he says you're not going to enter the rest any more than they did. I mean, I've met people who told me, uh, Andrew, you know, God and I, we, we have an understanding. Mm-hmm. We have an understanding. And, you know, apparently that understanding was uh, on this person's terms, Mm. what it means to follow God and have Mm. a right relationship with God and so forth and so on. And that is just so wrongheaded. God is the one 
God is the one yeah. who who reveals and gives His word and gives His way and gives the gospel. Mm-hmm. And we're not we're not dictating terms to God. That's not who He is. I, that's really the height of rebellion. But it was you know it's it's in this guise of like super spirituality that I'm on this whole other plane in connection with God. Yeah. And I I just I think there's a lot of self deception there. I remember you told me a story one time about one of the brothers in the congregation that just let you know before the service kicked off saying, hey, if things go long today, I just need you to know I'm leaving at this time because I got a trip. I got a work trip and I have to be at the airport by such and such a time. And so I have to leave at this time because I'll tell you what, Delta and I have an agreement. If it's time for that flight to take off and I'm not there, we have an understanding. They're going to go without me. Yeah, that's right. And that's the kind of understanding we have with God. God basically says, look, if you're if you're not going to get on board with me, if you're not mm-hmm. going to be faithful and loyal, we have an understanding. Mm-hmm. You don't get into the rest. Mm-hmm. And I know that even people have baptized this idea of you can never be lost. The Hebrew writer here is telling us completely differently. Correct. Be faithful. Beware unbelief mm-hmm. because it can happen to you. It can, yeah. and, and it won't happen just against your will. But if you're not paying attention, it will happen, yeah. and you will not enter yeah. rest. You've changed your will. Well, we appreciate so much you uh, joining us for Text Talk today. Uh, some sobering thoughts here to bear in mind. Send us an email, org. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, rate the podcast, share it with somebody, write a review. We appreciate it so much. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we pray that we might look at ourselves today, that you would help us, Father, to discern in our hearts, that we might stand with you and stand right with you. Help us to appreciate, Father, that Christianity is more than a few facts to which we uh, understand or come to agreement with in our minds, but, but that our full heart, our will, our hands in obedience and faithfulness are yours, and so that we would truly serve you today in faith obedience and trust in you always in jesus name amen amen thanks for talking about the text with us today i'm edwin crozier and i'd like to invite you to join the christians who meet on livingston avenue in lutes florida this sunday for our bible classes and worship you can find out more at christiansmeethere.org check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode you can find a link for it in our show notes Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. And the premise, or the not the premise, but the uh, um, promise. It's not the premise. It's the it's promise. It's not a premise, and it's not a promise, but it is a is a is a p word. <laughs> <sighs> Precedence. Precedent. That is the word. That's the one. Oh, I could just reach across this mic and. <laughs> this, is, this is a bad precedent. This is a bad precedent. Bad precedent. Yeah, was, okay. So in Psalm 50, uh, in Psalm 50, kind of this same idea. I, I'm just, I'm trying to find the right verse here where he says, um, do, 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 do. All right, hold on. Ah, there it is. Okay. <laughs>